Now these are exactly the words of scripture, not mine. The Bible is very clear on behavioral conduct and its imports and benefits to the saved. Now from grace extremists, quote and unquote, you would most likely hear things like, it doesn't matter what you do, yeah, 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 which in a particular context is very, very true. Well, that's a conversation for another time, but that is not this conversation. Let's be clear, high moral standards are not what make you God's child. Believing and receiving the sacrifice of his son Jesus is what grants us the gift of unearned sonship. Again, I repeat, the book of Hebrews was not written to unbelievers. It was written to believers and to these sons and daughters who have become such by receiving the new covenant of Christ, justification by faith, salvation by grace. We are commanded in Hebrews 12 verse 14 to 17 to make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy for without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. See that no one is sexually immoral or is godless like Esau, who for a single meal sold his inheritance rights as the oldest son. Afterward, as you know, when he wanted to inherit this blessing, he was rejected. Even though he sought the blessing with tears, he could not change what he had done. Hmm. Bruv, even me save did this table with scripture they destroy right now. And it's crazy because it defines godlessness as being like Esau who traded his inheritance for a single meal. Which brings up another conversation. Maybe deliverance and our growing of sinful habits are a matter of how clearly we see. Now chew on these questions for a bit. Since you have known that fire burns, do you touch it enough to get burned? Or let me do you one better. If your partner told you that they had HIV, will you still tap that booty? <laughs> you know, when you think of it in that way, maybe the problem a lot of us have with keeping clear of sinful habits and bad behavior is because we aren't really aware of how much we may potentially be trading for such behavior and actions like there's no way your babe will tell you that she's got some evil disease that the moment you come in contact with her man you're most likely to get it and die like instantly man all your turn on dies on the spot like whatever mood was going on has officially been ruined it's even worse than thinking of your grandma in the middle of stuff you get on the flip side maybe it's easier to cling to sinful actions and habits because we can't really see or don't really understand the joy that awaits us on the other side of enduring discipline and training in holiness. Maybe, just maybe, if we truly could see how much inheritance we trade for piecemeals or we have an awareness of the glory that awaits us on the other side of maturity and discipline in Christ, we would find enough motivation and distaste to throw off all sinful distractions. Just maybe. So my charge to you is this there's a high call to grow up like to grow the heck up hebrews 12 14 encourages us to make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy for without holiness no one will see the lord this is not to unbelievers but to us and it's pretty obvious that there's a lot of room for growth in holiness in a world ridden with all manner of self-adulation and addictions and bad behavior and i'm talking about me 
you and the millions of brethren living today and i know it's funny because the path of the righteous signs brighter and brighter onto the perfect day brighter and brighter people brighter and brighter this doesn't mean that we will not see god until we become perfect no like it means that as we grow up in holiness increase in faith by renewal of our mind and come to realize and understand more and more the inheritance ability and power that is available to us even now we will increasingly experience god's divine presence and power so my people this is a call to all of us on this table of moral indiscipline and spiritual immaturity that has been destroyed this day therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us fixing our eyes on jesus the pioneer and perfecter of faith for the joy set before him he endured the cross scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of god hebrews 12 1 to 2 I have seen the profit of bodily exercise, and I desire it much. The six-pack, the big chest, the big shoulders, the broad arms. As a result, I find motivation to enable me endure the pains of bodybuilding. Another example is, I have seen the profits of diligence with work, as well as with savings, investment, and proper management of money. And as a result, I am motivated to do more work to give, to sow seeds, to tithe, to save, to invest and be frugal in my use of money. The ability to see is a great motivator. So for me and all of us, the entire body of sons and daughters of the living God, I pray, open our eyes that we may see the light of your splendor shining upon us. By that light, reveal to us all the inheritance we potentially trade for every sinful action and participation that we may not be short-sighted in our choices like Esau. And by that light even more so, reveal to us the glorious inheritance that awaits us on the other end of our training and discipline on a daily, seasonal, and lifetime basis. In Jesus' name, Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your favorite boy, Angelo. And I just want to thank you for spending your time with me as I rant. I hope it's been useful. I hope it's been a blessing. Do let me know what you think in the comments. And stay tuned for the next one when I come your way next time. On Jesus and Common Sense. Bless.